When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buff Nation! Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. What a day. <laughs> I told you it was coming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a great day to be a buff. It really is. <laughs> Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 36 p.m. every single day. Jake Schwanitz, RK. The dogs are coming. The dogs are coming, man. Release the dogs. <laughs> uh, we just go right into it then. Yeah, let's do it. Derek McClendon has committed to Colorado and Coach Prime. But Jake, there's no starter caliber players <laughs> no. in the in the transfer portal. No, how it's is not Coach possible. Prime ever going to replace these players who are never going to play? Well, he went out and got a 6'4", 245 pound redshirt junior defensive end who last year at Florida State played in 13 games, got 37 tackles, five tackles for a loss, and three and a half sacks. Dog. Not bad, huh? Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, and, man, Coach Prime was in a rare form on McAfee today. And this is what I love about how in tune he is with stuff. Because he can hear what's going on. You know, he said it himself, I keep receipts. Yeah. Uh, and he's certainly keeping receipts on, you know, some of the hate that's floating around out there. But I don't know if I assume McAfee reached out in one way or another to coach prime and said like, Hey, do you want to speak on this? Mm-hmm. Coach Prime was like, you know what? Why not? <laughs> well, I'll get, you know, I'll give him something to talk about. Well, that he did. Um, it's another transfer into CU's front seven, who is basically all front seven players at this point. Um, there's more coming too. This is just the beginning. And, oh, yeah. uh, I don't know. There was a theory that uh, we were talking about last night that maybe he's kind of waiting for this wave of players to transfer out before all these other guys transfer in or commit, at least. Seems like a pretty uh, sound theory, honestly. Well, and yeah, and then there's the added caveat that the transfer portal closes on Sunday. Right. So if you know there's a guy that they envision as depth that they want to keep around, um, I, I'm sure some people will have an issue with this theory in the first place, but if the guys tr- announce that they're transferring after the transfer portal's closed, no one can leave because they're scared that they have to compete for their position now. Right. Um, we will get to some of the transfers out, but uh, there's quite a lot of news about potential additions to this roster. That's right. Additions, Ryan. I don't know why people do this. Ron said Jake's in CSU colors. That is not even that, close. No. <laughs> Not all green. Just like the other day, I was wearing an Avs shirt. They're like, that's too much red. I'm like, it's burgundy. Yeah. It's the Avs. Pretty, pretty different than uh, 
Nebraska bright red, like yeah. sears your pupils off, basically. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Back to what you were saying. Uh, CU got a crystal ball prediction for former Houston running back Ooh. Alton McCaskill. He did not play last year for the Cougars because he tore his ACL. But as a freshman, this guy was pretty electric. Pretty um, electric. Scored 18 touchdowns. <laughs> 18 touchdowns. This guy is a beast. He earned American Athletic Conference Rookie of the Year, All-American Athletic Conference Second Team, um, tons of other like honors around the nation for his freshman season in 2021. Uh, in that season, he ran four. 763 yards, had 14 touchdowns, um, and then he had 115 yards through the air, 18 receptions, two other touchdowns. I'm not sure where these other two touchdowns are coming from, but they're right here, and I don't... He had 16 rushing, two receiving. Oh, okay, so it was 16 total. Yeah, 18 okay. total. 16 rushing, two receiving. Why This one says 14 now. Either way, it's yeah. a lot of touchdowns. A lot of touchdowns, and... You know what's funny, Jake, is I was thinking about this. Now, these aren't one-to-one -one comparisons because his was two years ago. Right. But I'm pretty sure... Do you remember how many touchdowns Anthony Hankerson scored last year? <laughs> uh, three? Two? So I, I thought three in my head, too. And then I was thinking, every. I, I'm pretty sure every other player who scored a touchdown is now off the team. Right. Which means 18 touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> from last year have left yep. in the form of like 20 different players. Right. I guess that doesn't make any sense, but you know, 15, 10 different players. And if they get Alton McCaskill, they'll replace all 18 touchdowns <laughs> with one guy. With one player. Uh, pretty crazy, but Jake, man. There's no starting caliber players in the portal. No. How is Coach Prime going to fill out their roster? Well, he's not even done with Houston players yet because former Houston offensive lineman Cameron Johnson. And Travante Sylvester are going to be visiting Colorado sometime soon. Cameron Johnson's listed at 6'4", 305. Um, we've already talked about him quite a bit on this show. He's already said himself he's fine playing all over the offensive line, all five positions. And then Travante Sylvester, 6'5", 285. Um, said he appeared in 12 games as a redshirt freshman last year, 114 snaps, was back up left tackle. Uh, going back to Cameron Johnson, though, he was recruited by CU back in the day. I don't was he committed or he at least visited or something. He was pretty close. Yeah, yeah, he was close. And didn't he also not allow a sack last year? I think it was like one on like 366 pass reps, something like that. Yeah, we'll take it. Um, one sack on 556 opportunities. Damn, they were tossing the rock. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. This would be massive. I mean. First of all, I don't even know if we gave enough credit to the McClendon news. That's huge news. Yep. And it came at a perfect time when mm -hmm. everyone was just licking their chops, trying to get after the buffs, and, of course, especially Coach Prime. Boom, you drop the news. Um, but you get McClendon, uh, you get McCaskill, you get Johnson. And Sylvester. Those... Three specifically. I, I haven't done enough research on Sylvester yet. Those three specifically might all be better than anyone who was on the team last year. <laughs> Legitimately, though. And it's uh, definitely better than anyone who just hit the portal. Well, I'm pretty sure Derek McClendon, he only had, what, three and a half sacks last year? That might have been 
highest leading sack guy on the team last year. Yeah. Yep. I mean, being straight up, it was well, like two and, and a half. Guy Thomas, wasn't it? It was Josh Chandler Semedo. Oh, wow. Not Inside even an edge player. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, this is what people outside don't understand. And I really wish I could just stop seeing all of the dumb shit out there. <laughs> um, but it really is just they're relentless with with this and they they just they're preying on coach prime's downfall so relentlessly um but that's what these people just don't understand you know i'm i'm trying to avoid saying names but all three of those guys are would be the best player on last year's team yeah <clears throat> and we're in wave two the one where apparently there's no good players left right now we'll and wait. more guys are hitting the portal by the minute yeah we still have Four days, five days until the portal closes, if you include today. Like, there's going to be guys jumping in still. Yep. They're having these hard meetings now, and then a few days later, you're going to be entering the portal. Yep. Um, and they might be texting Coach Prime, hey, you got a spot. For sure. Before they do. So Derek McClendon, as a recruit, was a high three-star in the 2019 class, 476 player overall, 34th overall defensive end. We can go to Alton McCaskill. He was also a high three-star in the class of 2021. 406th overall player, 27th overall running back. 6-1-200. Big boy. That works. Yeah. Um, even more news. Colorado offered former James Madison edge Isaac Ukwu. This guy. He is wildly, wildly productive. He So he enters the portal as a grad transfer. He's been in college at least four seasons or has charted four seasons so far. But last year, or I guess over the last two years combined, Ukwu played in 25 games, had 87 total tackles, 27 and a half tackles for a loss, 16 and a half sacks, five passes defensed, and three forced fumbles. He also earned first team all Sun Belt honors last year. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> and a need. Yes. You know, like what what's crazy here, and we'll see what happens. Um because the transfer portal is a fickle beast. Um, but what people keep saying, you know, the national analysts is not only is it slim pickings, but everyone wants these guys. And especially with this guy, he has offers like crazy. Yeah. Uh, same thing with, um, gosh, I keep confusing that tackle who we were just talking Cameron about. Johnson. Cameron Johnson. I keep confusing him with Robertson. No, well, not but. that Robertson. <laughs> There's too many things going on. Cameron Johnson, he also has a ton of offers. But there's a chance here that Coach Prime just cleans up yep. and gets the vast majority of these quote-unquote stars um, who are left out there in the portal. And like I said, more guys to enter. There could be guys who they are confident in coming here who haven't even entered the portal yet. Right. Well, we've got uh, quite a few more guys to talk about because Sean Stevens has been offered by CU. He is a six foot, 180 pound defensive back out of West Liberty. He is also a kick returner and was wildly productive last year. I don't know where West Liberty plays or what level of football that is. I'll find it for you. Um, that'd be great. So last year, defensively, he had 37 total tackles, three tackles for a loss, but he also had eight interceptions and six pass breakups. Sheesh. Not bad at all. As a kick returner, uh, he had, looks like he had at least one return in every game. Um, didn't take one to the house, but had a long of 61, 
throughout the whole season, 651 yards on 30 attempts. We're going to do some live math. 21.7 yards per return last year. Okay. We'll take that. Okay. West Liberty is in West Virginia. Okay. In a place called West Liberty. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find athletics. Here we go. Um, you got a guess on their mascot? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Lumberjacks or something? <laughs> Not far off. Hilltoppers. Hilltoppers. Let's go. <laughs> um, oh, man, why won't it tell me? They're in the... WVIAC, the West Virginia Intercollegiate <laughs> Athletic Conference, I'm guessing. Wow, great job if that's all on you, man, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so wait, that's all just one state? It has its own conference? This so is It's like the Missouri Valley Conference, too. I so guess. it's been an N it's NCAA Division II. All right, we figured it all out. Um, they were NAIA until 1994. And there you go. It's all based in West Virginia and Pennsylvania. All right. We learned something new today. And it is the West Virginia Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. I'm Beautiful. That's a dub. Um, people are asking where Caleb Mathis is. We had to reschedule. Couldn't make it today. Yep. He'll be back. He'll be here. We'll get him in here. Uh, Ryan, we're not done. Keep him coming. Colorado has offered former Liberty offensive lineman Reggie Young. He is a six foot four, two hundred and seventy pound. I don't know where he plays. Uh, senior though, so I'm assuming grad transfer. Nice uh, from New Orleans, Louisiana. But he's been offered. And then I already saw a bunch of people in the chat today saying it. But former Tennessee defensive tackle, oh yeah, Amari McNeil is visiting Colorado right now as we speak. Yep. As Coach Prime said on McAfee this morning, I bet they're at the airport right now. He wasn't lying. <laughs> yep. Because he never does. Um, Amari McNeil, 6'4", 285. I believe he was a 2021 recruit. Yeah, three-star 2021 recruit. Um, redshirted his freshman year in 21. Last year, only had one pass breakup, and I think a handful of tackles. Didn't play too much. One pass breakup at 320 or whatever? 285. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he plays defensive end. Okay. So that's 6'4", 285. Looks like a long dude. Um, four-star wide receiver Bradell Richardson is scheduled to visit Colorado this summer. That's a 2024. This recruit. is a 2024 recruit, a 247 Sports Composite four-star, 255th overall, 37th overall wide receiver, six foot one, 185, from Carrollwood Day High School in Tampa, Florida. Has earned at least 47 offers. Colorado's in there though. Sheesh. Yep. McNeil, just to circle back a little bit, another mm -hmm. one that like if you get that if you get him, people are shutting up. They're like, Oh, you're getting SEC defensive linemen yep. to replace, you know, everyone's they only had three defensive linemen for the spring game. Well, that's called uh not just reloading, but upgrading so, the guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, changing the the weaponry entirely. Yeah. Uh, so Amari McNeil, as a recruit, played both ways. He's actually listed as an offensive tackle on 247 Sports, but played defensive tackle for Tennessee. Uh, so there you go. They coming. They coming. One more. Um, and someone a lot of people in the chat I'm sure are familiar with, former JSU receiver Malachi Weidman has entered the portal. Um, 
we'll see what's up with him. Last year, he was away from the team for, sounds like, a variety of personal reasons off the field. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, for sure. I know uh, he's been polarizing in the chat. Yes. Um, that's about all I know about him. Very a lot of people really so. like him. Some others have said maybe not. All right. Uh, let's switch gears and talk about the uh, other side of this whole situation, I guess. What comes after Genesis? Is uh, Exodus, Exodus, right? Exodus. <laughs> Another listen. banger. I pay attention. Shut up. Uh, we might be the only ones. <laughs> seems like it, honestly. Yeah. I get text messages. What's going on in Colorado? It's like, I, I, I literally don't want to ex even explain <laughs> yeah. this right now. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of All City and DMVR. Uh, we love our Pins and Aces. I'm wearing some right now, actually. We got a cool little hat up there in the Beauty. front too. Uh, we're all going to be decked out in Pins and Aces pretty soon here with golf season coming up. Pins and Aces make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, even our favorite beer sleeve. I'm sure you're uh, kitted with a bunch of Pins and Aces stuff, aren't you? Oh yeah, yep. I got hooked up. They have a Buffs. Uh, head cover that I got, mm. which is oh, absolute fire. <laughs> yeah, I have a chip, right? Yeah, it's chip playing golf. That's dumb. Um, and I got three new polos. We got the DNVR uh, Scramble de Mayo next yep. week. So I'll be rocking my pins and aces out there at a City Park Golf Course right down the street. There you go. You guys can also rock pins and aces if you go to pinsandaces.com and use code DNVR to receive 15% off. Your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com with code DMVR. Ryan, can you tell the people about Golf Snake? Golf Snake. Dang, big golf break right now. Yeah. Uh, golf Snake is sick. So here was the issue that the founder of Golf Snake noticed. And if you play golf locally, you will know this. There's all these different websites where you can go book tee times, but none of them have all the courses. Some have some, some you got to go to like the city uh, official page, some you got to go to the courses page, some you can see through this other one. And the founder was like, why doesn't someone just create one that has every course in Denver? Mm -hmm. So he went and did it. Uh, locally founded, locally operated, free to use Golf Snake. Every single tee time is on there. I will be using this daily come the summer once we get to golf weather. Uh, so shout out to Golf Snake. Again, go to golfsnake.com or go to the App Store to download the Golf Snake app and have access to every single available tee time in town. It is a great, great resource and a problem that I was just wondering why no one had solved and Golf Snake solved it. There you go. Well done. Beautiful. Thanks. Um, we have quite a few people watching the show right now. Only 282 likes, though. Let's smash that like button. As we maneuver through, I love this heater that we're on. Next half of this show, yeah, it's been uh, an awesome week for us. We're up to like 45k on Monday's show, mm -hmm. 20 on yesterday's. Buffs account on Twitter just hit 12k. We coming again today. We coming. All right, let's uh, kind of switch gears here. Uh, and what I want to start off with is see you put out a statement because yesterday we talked about it towards the end of the show that Zach Courtney said that. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> he said he couldn't get his film uh, from CU, and coaches who are recruiting him now want to see it. So this statement was put out from CU. Colorado is happy to provide all game film and any practice film prior to spring 2023 to any student athlete and institution upon request. There you so there go. There you go. So what, what, what happened here? Someone trying to stir up some interest and some... Uh 
some attention because it worked. Um, there were a lot of people talking about this yesterday. <laughs> Thousands of more people have heard the name Zach Courtney now. Yep. Um, but did you see what Clarence Hill tweeted? Yes, I did. He also wrote an article. Okay. Oh, man, he's, he tweets a lot. Oh, not Clarence Hill. I was not thinking about uh, Carl Reed. Sorry. So Clarence Hill Jr. tweeted this. Text from SEC coach. In reference to the kid from Colorado in the practice video. I guess he didn't pick up on the name yet. <laughs> we want to see game film. And with the advent of PFF, and we and every other college coach have access to any and all college games. Practice video means you did not play no games. I said something to that effect yesterday. There you go. Uh, T.O., Terrell Owens, Coach Prime's good old friend, also had a tweet related to the situation. Um, he was actually responding to a hater in On Three's mentions. But Terrell Owens' uh, quote tweeted, said the majority of the talent, this is just on the roster as a whole, the majority of the talent on that roster went 1-11 with the shrug emoji speaks volumes to your knowledge about football, burning the guy who he was resp responding to. I mean, these trolls don't deserve the attention, but I do enjoy seeing them get dunked on and or dunking on them. Yeah. All right. So yesterday after Also, you had um, Tyreek Hill. Yes. Defending the practice film thing. He said, uh, hey, Chiefs, can I have all my practice tape? <laughs> it's like when you put it in that perspective, right? Right. Um, but it makes sense to release the tape from the Carl Durrell era because we can only hope that every page of that playbook has been thrown in the track. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> uh, so yesterday after the show, Travis Gray, Zion Magale, and Tavion Beasley entered the portal. Tavion Beasley, the first player that Coach Prime has brought in to enter the portal. Yeah, unfortunate. Um, but also, I think, you know, goes against some of this. There's so much bias towards all the new guys who came in, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, you wanted it to work out for Tavion Beasley. Um, from the practices we were at, I, don't, I just assume that he wasn't at a spot in the depth chart that he was comfortable with. And that is the good part of the transfer portal. You know, everything around the transfer portal these last couple of days has been so negative. Um, but it actually is a really good thing for these guys who may not, you know, uh, play for a team to be able to go get a chance to play for another team um, and put tape together and get better. You know, there's no way to get better. Uh, that's better than being on the field. So mm -hmm. um, I just got the feeling, and, and I'm assuming, didn't look like he was going to play. And Coach Prime was honest with him, just like he was with everyone else. Uh, and, and so he's doing what's best for him and going in the portal. I mean, we saw on the well-off videos how hard Coach Prime was coaching all the defensive backs. Yep. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that the standard of talent and standard of play in that room just hasn't been up to par. Yep, and uh, we've seen a lot of guys, corners and safeties, into the portal, and it seems like even Coach Prime's guys aren't safe. So, yep. Um, and then today, three more players entered the portal: Luke Eckerd, Yusuf Mugerbill, who also Coach Prime brought in this offseason just in January, and Drew Carter entered the portal. Uh, we are down to, I believe, fifty-nine or sixty scholarships, and I think it's sixteen players from last year's roster are still on this roster. Still might go down. <laughs> yeah. Still, Still it's it's going down. Yep. Um Moogerbill was, was an interesting one. Wasn't he coming off of injuries? 
I don't. I'm honestly not really sure what his deal was because he didn't play the last two years at Florida. Okay. And he's been, like, he was a 2020 recruit, I think. And wasn't there a Clint Brewster tweet about him? He said he was one of like standouts early so far. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Don't know the story. Um, I'm sure there is one. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll come out. Yeah. Um, but that that one maybe surprised me more than others. Although again, I didn't see him. You know, repping with the ones by any uh, right. by any stretch for sure. Um, so that means no quarterbacks from last year, at all, left on this roster. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to complain about that either. Um, before we get to these articles that were written, which gives even more detail into uh, the players that left and what's going on, Coach Prime, as you talked about, went on Pat McAfee today. So good and. Uh, Classic Coach Prime, man. He just laid down the law. In his bag. (laughs) Absolutely in his bag. Uh, Listen, whenever you're ready, let's show that first clip. All right. You're good. Either one. Either one, yeah. People are saying Chess Wallace committed. It seems like now that people are transferring, though, everybody's trying to spin it like, oh, is it working? Is it working? This has been the plan all along, I assume. No hard feelings. You just got to build something there. That's what you were hired to do. Man, you you know what's so funny about this? And I'm trying to choose my words because I'm a head coach, and I can't just say what I feel. (laughs) Usually I do. Respect. But people got to be crazy to think this just happens. It don't just happen. You make it happen. You 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 know what you want. I don't pull up through a drive. I I can't stand people who pull up through a drive through and don't know what they want. Before I get there, I know what I want. Smart, <laughs> right? I'm not I'm not just making this stuff up as we go. We know what we want, and and I don't concede, man. I I, I don't settle. I know what I want, and I know I'm, what I'm going to get. We don't settle. It seems like now that people. Are- he knows what he wants and he knows what he's gonna get. And they coming. And they coming. Literally right now. Literally right they now. They are arriving. Former Old Dominion defensive tackle Chaz Wallace has committed to Colorado and Coach Prime. Yes, sir. Let's go. Baby. Hype it up in the chat. Let's go. Chat popping off. Hit a thumbs up for the commit. Let's go. Let's absolutely go we haven't had a live commit on the show in a minute has it ever happened i don't know if it actually has i don't think not. it has either crazy tell it us about this long i know uh so Chaz wallace as i said 6'2 295 defensive tackle uh out of glenarden maryland um played 10 games last year for the monarchs registered 20 tackles two tackles for a loss and half a sack blocked the first kick of his career um, 2021 played in all 13 games at a defensive tackle, 26 total sackles, two sacks. Um, that's about it so far. Was a former three-star recruit, uh, as I already said, from Maryland. So there you go. Bang. Um, you know, this is, uh, I love the, for lack of a better term, diversity of who they're going after. Mm-hmm. It's not. 
you know, remember when Coach Prime said, I want you guys to go find me some zero stars. Yep. That's not to say this is what he is, but you you do got an you know an ACC player, you've got an SEC player on campus, and you got a guy from Old Dominion who committed today. They're they are scanning the globe. Two Old Dominion uh, guys now, right? Because you had uh, DB Harris. Yes. Um, so this is one of those things where it's just like they will get dogs from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's another point that that I've been trying to make to people about who what what they really need to do in this transfer portal they need dudes who will come here and buy into what's going on and even in the quotes that we'll talk about in a second here from that athletic article i still got this like feeling from some of the players who were quoted on there of like oh man this is so different from what we were used to (laughs) yeah you know and and so you get these guys who come in who are quote unquote coach primes guys and you need to fill out a full roster of those guys. Yep. And normally that would take I mean there there was an old adage out there that was like you need to give a coach 4 years to get his right. guy, you know wait for his first recruiting class to be seniors before you can truly judge him. Yeah. Coach Prime is literally first of all telling everyone I don't need your 4 years. We're going to win now. Mhm. Um, but he's also saying, like, I'm going to have a full roster of my guys on September 2nd in Dallas. Yep. Um, so even though his numbers maybe not as great and he's played at Old Dominion, someone in the chat pointed out this guy's been getting offers. And yep. going through his Twitter page, yes, he has. Uh, Maryland offered. Arizona State. Of course, Colorado. Louisville. Cincinnati. Uh, James Madison. Liberty. Coastal Carolina. Among many more. Yeah. So another front seven player. The front seven not looking too bad right now. Not bad at all. And there's more coming. Exactly. Uh, I love. I just love that there was no like pause. Everyone had their freak out. Uh, even this morning, people were still you know taking their swings, taking their shots. Yep. And within a matter of hours, bang, flipped on its head pretty crazy the, the the faucet is on yep and they're coming um there is another clip from the pat mcafee show coach talking about the roster and what's been going on whenever you're ready Alyssa. yeah i think you're gonna be able to do it travis hunter yeah i mean he could go now anywhere yeah mm-hmm. either 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 kamani mcclain the guy that we got coming to uh from florida as well he, he he's a dog i can't wait to see him get on the field um, I, shoot, we got some guys coming in. When 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 the guys when we release the list of guys that we already got coming in, <laughs> then everybody's gonna say, oh, "Okay, when when now, oh, oh, when's oh, that now I see what he's doing. I, I see now. I now I understand." <laughs> there for a moment, I was confused. But um, yeah. when's the list? When's the list coming out? Soon, very soon. Oh yeah, good tease. Come- yeah, I think you're gonna be able to do it, Travis Hunter. Yeah, I mean he could go. That's good, Alyssa. Now anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. either either either. Kamani McLean, the guy. To- very soon. Yep, very soon. I see what he's uh, doing. <laughs> the can they still hear? Okay. Um, is that an ode to Dave Chappelle? 
<laughs> the <laughs> reporter it, voice. Would it put it past him? <laughs> I love when he does that voice. It's so good. He did it to Mark Johnson, Mark Johnson a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. And he's all, oh, I, you hear how he says Coach Prime? Oh, Coach Prime. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Amazing. Great stuff. People um, have been tweeting at me like, who do you think he's uh, imitating there? I'm like, oh, I'll let you guys <laughs> figure that yeah, one out. Yeah, you can figure that out. Um, I did hear, I don't listen to this stuff, but I did hear that like, you know, the hot take radio people in town decided to uh, pipe up when the when the transfers were going out as if it was something bad. And I'm like, just stick to the Broncos, man. Honestly. I'm like, you can't hear one thing and then pretend like you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, man. A lot of people uh, thinking they know what they're talking about right yep, now. Exactly. Uh, athletic article or two four seven sports article? Let's let's uh two four seven sports article is kinder. Let's Little go. Uh, let's content. go athletic first. All right, with the athletic then. This came out today, written by David Ubin, titled "Inside Deion Sanders' Unprecedented Roster Flip." We have plans to go another way. Um, again, a lot of former players talked in this one. Travis Gray bring, being one of them. Uh, he said that he was scheduled to have a meeting with Coach Prime that was pushed up uh, pretty abruptly by Coach O'Boyle. Coach O'Boyle met him in the facility and basically told him ahead of time, hey, you're getting cut. Um, here's the quote. He said, he's walking with me and said, hey, buddy, you're going to get cut today. I'm sorry to tell you this. I didn't want you to hear it from Coach Prime. I wanted you to hear it from my mouth. I didn't want to cut you, but we had to cut five offensive linemen, and you were the last one, Gray told The Athletic. Finish. Okay, I want to talk about this first. This part first. This just shows you how orchestrated this was. Yes, it wasn't just necessarily a push out as many guys as possible. Mm-hmm. There was a numbers game being played here. Yeah, very NFL like. Mm-hmm. Of hey, we want to carry this many of this, this many of that. We've got we were we're going to bring in. I mean, Jake. I think it's fair to assume. If they wanted, if they needed to get five out, they're expecting five in, mm-hmm. and that is astonishing. Yeah. Um, but it is. Uh, it, it just shows you, you know, all the people who thought that this was catching Coach Prime by surprise. Oh yeah. How wrong they were. Well, Travis Gray said he walked into Coach Prime's office. Uh, his head was down. He looked up, saw Coach Prime, said. He told me, you're six foot eight, 320 pounds. I know in my heart of hearts, a school is going to pick you up in the portal when you enter. Make your weaknesses your strengths and keep progressing. I hope you have a great future. It just won't be here at the University of Colorado. And I saw people like trying to play that off as a bad thing. I thought that was like as respectful as yeah, anyone ex- could ever be in that situation. It's as good as it gets in that situation. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, um, Travis Gray is a legacy player. Um, another one of those guys that you wish it would work out for here. And another one of those people where I just point to what I said the second show after Dion got here, Coach Prime got here. You know, feelings are going to get hurt on the way to the top. It's just how it works. Jeremy Mack Jr. was also quoted in this article. Um, he, of course, said Coach Kelly called him his position coach. Basically told him uh, that he was going to have a meeting with Coach Prime. 
Jeremy Max said, Coach Prime just told me up front, we have plans to go another way. You competed. You did everything we wanted you to do this spring, and you fought. That was my first meeting with Coach Prime since I've been here, Jeremy Max said. Yeah, and this, I'll, I'll roll into, we don't have to do every quote from the article. No, but, we won't. Um, I'll roll this into the quote about him not knowing players' names, mm-hmm. um, which is the first part in my new series on Twitter known <laughs> as Coach Prime already told you that. Yeah. Um, Coach Prime did already tell us that he's not learning everyone's name. He said, I like when they make me know their name, yep. like Charlie Offerdahl. Um, and, and I feel the same way about this. You're crazy if you think that Coach Prime didn't walk in here immediately and know I am not going to see these guys after the spring. Right. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think – I don't know how to put this other than like he didn't necessarily need to build personal relationships with every player and have a one-on-one meetings with all these guys. Like the guys who played with him at Jackson will tell you they had a great personal relationship with him. But I just think honestly Coach Prime was – keeping a little bit of distance there sure. because he knew that eventually he was going to need these guys to transfer. Right. I mean, it's kind of just safe on Coach Prime's end, honestly. Yep. And, and he was, I think he was thinking of saying it in the quote that I tweeted out today about, you know, did you know the players' names yet? He was thinking about saying, like, I don't need to know their names because they're not going to be here. Right. And then he stopped himself just like he did with Pat McAfee mm-hmm. saying, all right, I'll be the head coach. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's the truth. He didn't need to know everyone's name because a lot of those guys were not here for long. Right. Uh, Montana was mentioned in this article. Uh, it was quoted by Malik James, who was a private coach of Montana's. He said he was one of the few kids who wasn't pushed out and that he loves coach prime in the program. So it was all on Montana. Montana wanted to leave. And based on the offers he's gotten, I assume there's some some money being thrown around at him. For sure. Good for Montana. Um, Zach Courtney had a quote. Do we read this? Yeah, do it. Because this is what I was talking about, about just like guys being kind of soft. He said, none of the new coaches would talk to the old players and treat us the same as the people they brought in. The new guys wouldn't be picked on as much in film. Coaches would tell them to just do better. But if it was an old player, they'd keep going off on what you did wrong and keep yelling about it. Now, do you under, Do you see what's happening here? Yeah. The, the new players are better than the old players. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're not getting picked on in film as much. Um, but this is kind of what this is. A, to me, that's a perception thing. Was Charlie Offered all getting picked on more than anyone else? No. Doubt it. Because he was balling. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he earned the respect of the coaches. Um, this Zach Courtney guy who I don't want to pile on necessarily just sounds kind of whiny to me. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's about it though. It's pretty much more the same in this article. You can check it out in the athletic if you want, but Carl Reed also published an article titled, this isn't my first rodeo. Deion Sanders in full control amid Colorado's transfer portal exodus and Carl Reed is very connected to coach prime yep he was you know in the facility before the spring game yep and he was like really tied in on what coach prime was going to do after the season at Jackson State he's really the one that kind of broke all the news and stuff so um but he had the great the great quote coach prime did 
You should be able to tell by the white cowboy hat I wore in the spring game that this isn't my first rodeo. We coming. I love it. And this is a perfect time to mention this because someone in the comments just said it too. Coach Prime turned over 70 players his first season at Jackson State. Uh, and our guy Neely um, republished an interview that he yes. did with Coach Prime that really, I mean, if you go listen to it, uh, on the pregame show's channel, you will see an even deeper look into how he views this whole rebuild mm -hmm. and how he views the the roster reconstruction and all that. Um, so highly, highly recommend going over and watching that because it's it's an earlier look at the same thing with maybe a you know it's forty five minutes uh, with him and Neely of just like. A real inside look. Yep. Yeah, highly recommend that video. Go check it out on the pregame show. Um, Neely was telling us about it. I want to go back and watch it later today. And uh, honestly, I don't think we're going to be surprised with what we uh, learned from that video. No. And this is, you know, it's just the most frustrating thing about the negative publicity out there is like, Coach Prime is not hiding anything. No. <laughs> and that's why I get so frustrated when I see these people act like, oh, Here's the deep, dark secret about what's right. going on at Colorado. It's like, nope, Coach Prime told us 100% exactly what was going to happen before it happened and was bluntly honest, not just to us, but to every single player in that building. Yep. So I'm sure this, you know, that's just even more examples of him. He's he's really not hiding anything. Does it all out in front with, with the cameras on. Oh, and that quote, too. Dion goes wherever the camera goes. Mm, other way around. Oh, the cameras right. go wherever he yep. goes. Yep. Yeah. Weird stuff being said from uh, these former players. Not quite getting the message. A little salty for sure. A lot, a lot salty. Well, uh, if you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker are here to help you out. Bacchus and Shanker have been helping out injured Colorado families for more than 25 years. No upfront fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees... Unless they win your case and win money for you. Bacchus and Shanker have won over $1 billion for their clients. They have neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Smash that Shador line, 222-2222. To find out if you have a case for free, Bacchus and Shanker wins. Then shout out to Shady Rays. You can block out the haters with your Shady Rays. We have a pretty sick pair sitting right in front of the DMVR sign in front of us. Uh, Shady Rays, an independent sunglasses company that delivers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've, wa we've worn. Their shades are durable, but if you do happen to lose or break your pair of Shady Rays, they will replace yours for free, no questions asked. And right now, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DMVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And then finally, shout out to Fubo TV. Fubo TV is the... What are you laughing at? See you both for life. Said, does Bax and Shanker handle hurt feelings? <laughs> they may. Give them a call. Two, 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 two. Um, Fubo TV is the place to watch the Avs and Nuggets on their playoff runs on Altitude Sports. They also have over 140 plus 
live channels of sports shows, movies, and streams, or uh, news that you can stream from any device. You can start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial. Head on over to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. That is www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. Shout out, Fubo. Thumbs up are popping. Hell yeah. We're at Let's 500. Let's get to 700. 700. Let's do it. I think we're at like 1.7 live. Insane. Insane. You guys are amazing. Appreciate you guys rolling with us. Uh, we've had to say this a lot recently, but if anyone's new, we're here every day. Five days a yep. week. Uh, talking bus, talking coach prime, talking recruiting, talking transfers, whatever's going down. And uh, a beautiful thing about the new era of Colorado football is there's always something. Yep. And also, if you're not able to make it to the YouTube stream, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we would also appreciate your five-star review. Yes, and honestly, even if you do watch the YouTube stream and you don't listen to podcasts, it's just a homey move if you go subscribe to the podcast. Yep, we'd greatly appreciate it. Let's talk to the people. We just hit 600 likes. Let's try to hit 700 by show's end. Hell yeah. Uh, Caleb with the super chat. Sco Buffs. Couldn't agree more, brother. Sco Buffs. Well said. $1.99 well spent. Yes, sir. Uh, from Chris, uh, for Jake, what made you retweet the former Buffs tweet regarding the film? Did you believe Coach Prime was withholding film? No, I just retweeted it because it was relevant. Relevant, yeah. Um, next question. Do you need to put retweets are not endorsements in your, uh, I guess so. in your bio? <laughs> I've always hated seeing that in the I bio because it's like obvious. Yeah, <laughs> also like, uh, the, my views are not that of my yes, employer or yes. whatever. Uh, Caleb, with another super chat question, would you consider us going nine and three a successful season? Yes. Oh hell yeah! This is one thing that people are way way off about uh, nationally. Is like they're like Colorado fans think that they're gonna win the national championship in year one, and that's what's pissing me off about them. Is like no one thinks that. No one's ever said that about Colorado. And like, I saw a conversation happening today, which is probably true. Which is like, if they were to go five and seven this year, most Colorado fans would feel like that is a marked improvement, right? Mm -hmm. um, clear upward trajectory. We're going in the right direction. Give Coach Prime a full recruiting class and let's go. Nationally, that will be viewed now as a failure because people, it's everything that's happening at Colorado is so loud that, you know, um, other fan bases are starting to think that like the expectations should be much higher than they really are. Right. Um, I don't even really like putting expectations on it just because I, you know, I've said it time and time again, like coach prime always finds a way to make my expectations look silly. Um, so I don't know what the expectation is, but nine wins would be viewed as a, uh, a miracle. It really would be. I mean, like, it'd build be massive this, just, wins. Just go ahead and build the statue. I mean, it'd be like wins over USC, Oregon, Utah, like at least two of those three. Yeah, for sure. Um, next question. Sick. Ray, Ray, Ray checking in live from the Philippines. How about Damn. that? Damn. That's incredible. Uh, Francois with the super chat. As an old CU guy, RK knows bring on the hate. CU fans have. Uh, heal, heal DNA, DNA in their cores. It's just been buried for years. LOL, Scobuffs. Man, that is so true. I don't know what it is about us. 
we've always had that. Uh, when we were in the Big 12, there was like this old saying, whenever uh, CU fans were coming in the stadium, here come the assholes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, I don't know <laughs> how we became that way, but we really have always had heel DNA. I love being hated as a CU fan. Um, it just fuels me. I don't know. I, I, it's fantastic. I will say I'm grossed out a little bit by some of the coach prime hate directly, but I love the people who are saying like, I hope CU goes one and 11 again this year. Cause I'm like, Oh, I bet you do hope that <laughs> yeah. I bet you do. Yep. Um, but we really do have a little bit of heel in us and, uh, it's only going to get worse when we start winning. Um, I was joking with my buddy who went to Nebraska. I know. Um, but he was saying, like, you know, talking about how nice their fans are when you actually go there, which sadly is true. I was hoping for, like, all the smoke, and they were just, yeah. like, buying me beers. <laughs> um, and then he was like, it's probably not going to be like that for C- for Nebraska fans in Boulder this year. And I was yep. like, absolutely no not. We just don't roll that way. I don't know. We're not that nice. Nope. It's going to be a uh, hate week will be for real this oh, year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we got big plans for it, too. Yes, sir. Can't wait. Uh, Angela with the question, Jake and RK, are people overlooking the power of CU Media Machine with help guys get uh, from NAL and becoming brands? I mean, it's obviously, like, taken to a different level at CU. I mean, the Brandon Baker video and stuff. What's most important is for the players to understand it. I don't really care if anyone else understands it. Um, The players need to understand the value of being at Colorado and you know what that means for their nil rather than just the school directly offering them a bag to come here it's like no you can actually build a brand when you come here because all eyes are on the program all eyes are on well off all eyes are on reach the people in the pregame show and soon enough dnvr buffs um people are tuning into what's happening at colorado and if you come here and ball you will have a brand yep um, okay, I keep on seeing people say Upshaw's in the portal. I don't know where you guys are seeing this, honestly. I think that's just one person. More, uh, there's certainly a, someone just dropped a, a new uh, portal bomb. Let's see what we got here. Brian Howell? I don't know, man. Uh, Brian Howell has Jake Wiley, who has entered the portal. Okay. Um, and then... Check Adam's timeline. See what he has to say. He has not said anything about Upshaw. Maybe like the that portal tracker. Uh, the Pharrell portal. I didn't see anything there. Okay. Well, Jake Wiley is in the portal. That one. A little surprising. A little surprising for sure. Uh, just because he was, he was getting some reps with the ones. Yep. Okay. Um, next question. Uh, we just did that one from also, Charles. Really quick on Upshot. Does that go to what we were talking about on potentially waiting for the announcements until after the portal um, closes? Because you got a defensive end in today, and that same day one goes out. Yeah. But at the same time, another guy who. I didn't see a lot with the first team. Upshaw? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a rotational guy at Michigan, too. Yep. Definitely got his most work in last year, but yeah. Upshaw listed in the 247 portal. 
Okay. Uh, Charles Kelly with the question, Jake and RK, could you get Trainer Lowen to be on the show as a guest? Got my boys. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah, we can absolutely try. We're at 684 thumbs up. Let's hit that thumbs up button and get to 700. My guy, Jimmy. Have you guys heard of a YouTuber by the name of Rico Knows? He gives factual and logical explanations of various things in college football. His analysis analysis of CU recent transfer portal you guys would love. You have to go check that out tonight. Yep. PD Swag, random question for RK. Since you brought up the Chappelle show earlier, what's your favorite Chappelle skit? <laughs> also, when does the transfer portal reopen after it closes this weekend? Oh, Let's man. Go Buffs. Uh, transfer portal doesn't open until after the season, but what's your favorite Chappelle skit? I mean, the first one that came to my mind was the uh, the race draft. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That was, He's got a handful. I mean, it, it was all it was all gold. Um, he's a he's a hilarious man. Oh yeah. Um. Next question. Uh, what transfer do you like uh, that Colorado is being in? Bring bringing, bringing in. in. Oh. What? A lot of I them. I mean, yeah. Definitely stoked about McClendon in terms of the most recent developments. Mm-hmm. And then if they do get McCaskill, I keep in my head he's already here. But yeah, got to got to finish the uh, finish the job there. That dude, obviously coming off an injury, but <laughs> did you see the highlights? I think it was actually Barstool Colorado that put out his highlights no. from his freshman. Oh my god, he legit. He's a beast. <laughs> giving me film work i mean you don't draft yeah i mean you don't end up with 18 touchdowns without right beast as a true freshman too right as a true freshman on five yards of carry yeah um i'm most excited about ones that uh haven't announced yet oh what a tease (laughs) i love that dj dj have y'all talked about jim moore tweet shading coach prime ah i didn't even know about it i saw it um Give me a second. What is Jim Moore doing? Is he at UConn still? Yes. He said, any coach that won't allow a transfer to access film is operating from a place of complete paranoia. You really believe an opponent can gather info from random clips? Part of the job of a college coach is to advocate for your student athletes, current and past. Well, all of that is uh, in the rearview mirror at this point, it sounds like Jim Mora needed to do a little more research to find out if he had his facts straight before uh, taking shots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, doesn't really uh, have the track record to back it up, too, because uh, he didn't do great at UCLA, and uh, he's at UConn. Yep, yep. He's okay, he's okay coach. Um, from Ray Ray, will the show go live after each home game? Not just home game. Every game, mm-hmm. we will be going live, uh, and also planning to do pregame shows. Um, with you can figure that one out. Yep. Uh, but you know we're gonna be honestly, hopefully, doing pre and post with with Neely uh, for every game, um, depending on travel and this, that, and the other thing. The the schedule could vary, but um, at least a few away games will just be coming from right here. Home games, hopefully, from you know, around Boulder in the facility. Um, plan still be to be determined, but we will be absolutely guaranteed live after every game. Yep. And uh, even the games we don't go to, we'll have live watch-alongs. Yeah, let's go. That'll be fun. Can't wait for the season, man. 
Air Teeth with the super chat. Salute DMVR plus chat. Coach Prime and Bucky keeping video receipts. Haters dial 222-2222. <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for the super chat, Air Teeth. Uh, Big Teasy with the super chat. Why does it seem like the local media are against the coach slash team? Even the questions and saying your dad to Shador and not even coach asking leading questions. Uh, the local media has always had a weird relationship with CU. I have no idea what it is. Um, I mean, this is a long standing thing. Um, I've told the story before about how the Denver post was employing a guy who like openly hated CU to cover CU. That was his job. Um, so I don't, I, don't, I don't really know. I will say I, I said this and people really didn't like it. I think some of it is ignorance uh, of just like, like I don't think asking, saying your dad to Shador is intentionally disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's just like very, you're not thinking. Right. Um, and it is, in my opinion, it is disrespectful. But I don't think those people are like secretly trying to do that as a shot. They're just not in tune with what's happening. Yeah, they're ignorant. They're like uninformed. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's that. There's the weird relationship that they've always had, that the local media has always had with CU. And um, I don't know. I think that's that's about it. And to be honest, part of it is also just that's how those people are. Those places mm-hmm. are. That's how they operate. Yep. Okay, so it is official now. Taylor Upshaw and also Mason Maddox have entered the portal. Mason Maddox was a walk-on defensive lineman, I believe, last year. Okay. Or even further back. But there you go. So two more so players. down to 14? 13. No, oh, because... Upshaw, Upshaw doesn't count. But, so, but Wiley and... Maddox, so 14? 14. Sheesh. And scholarship-wise, we're at 56, 57, I think. Depending on if Mason Maddox is a walk-on or not, I guess. Yep. For what it's worth, I think I made it clear, but I agree with the sentiment that it is disrespectful, whether intentional or not. Right. Yep. Um, Let's get a few more in here. Sean with the super chat. The player haters ball is appropriate this week. That's a great name for it. That's perfect. Well, and that was the uh, Chappelle skit. Oh, was it? Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing. Um, Chris says, after the portal closes, when do people have to solidify their commitments? Uh, they can kind of just take whenever. Generally before uh, classes start. Yep. Or before camp, ideally. Yes, yes. We'll see, though. Julian Jackson, random fact, FSU linebacker Brendan Gant is a nephew of former Dallas Cowboys and two-time Super Bowl champ Kenny the Shark Gant. Brendan should be coming. He is a dog. Yep. We had talked about the uh, Kenny Gant connection. Yep. And, man, I love getting players from FSU. Mm-hmm. I was actually shocked. I was I didn't make it all the way through, but I was looking at McClendon's mentions and the McMentions, <laughs> and I thought I would see more butthurt FSU fans. I was kind of looking forward to that. Uh, maybe uh, we'll get some <laughs> later on then. All right, sounds good. <laughs> we'll find out. Is that it for today? Another great show. You guys are amazing. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Let's go, Buffs. We got a, somebody just committed in the chat. Is it 
Are we talking about like 25 minutes ago or are we talking about right now? Uh, we'll give we'll give it one little uh, refresh. <laughs> one here. refresh of the timeline. Uh, I see Jason Robinson, the four star wide receiver wearing Notre Dame stuff. Okay, not him. Um, All right, if we can't find it and it's there, we'll talk yeah. about it tomorrow. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.